Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. Hello everybody, Jason here at the Dungeon Master Academy. I know we've been talking a lot lately about new games, running games, new players, new GMs, new DMs. Today we are going to discuss one-shots. One, and I have a lot of reasons why I like one-shots. They allow for campaign intro opportunities. They allow for people to experiment with different play styles. They allow your players to try out different kind of character creations uh, to maybe help solve any deadlock or misgivings about building a certain character type in regards to a upcam upcoming campaign you might be planning. The other thing I like about one shots are that if you're a newer DM or GM or a newer player, it's a great place to safely kind of practice, experiment with the rules. Because in one of my next podcasts, we're going to talk about the core rules and the core rules will be broken up over many different parts. Uh, we'll start working on that pretty soon. But I just kind of want to briefly review setting up a one-shot, running a one-shot, and then deciding if you want that one-shot to be your intro into your campaign. One of the nice things, too, is one-shots help alleviate the stress of tropes, right? You all met in a tavern, and you started adventuring. Or you all met in prison and you escaped and you started adventuring, right? Um, some of the classical tropes are safe. So if you're worried or concerned about kicking off a campaign and you don't, you're not so concerned about getting them all to know each other and then kicking off the, you know, the campaign, then by all means, do what you feel is uh, safer. Uh, for you as a DM or GM and, and enjoyable for your players. Uh, one shots are one of two things. Either a very predefined arc that requires a quick conclusion or quick remediation to something that your adventurers are going to solve in one session. It's essentially a one shot and one shots can come in many flavors. They could be dungeon like delves. They could be pure theater of the mind um, role-playing session. They can be a mix of both. But you usually want to set the tone for the one-shot by getting the party to know each other quickly, getting them to the quest giver as quickly as possible, but still with some immersion, and then allowing the most amount of play experience to then get to the reward um, portion of the one shot. So, for example, one of my favorite ones to run is uh, Questers for the Hunters Guild. These are really fun because the Hunters Guild is a model that I've built that allows, you know, players to immerse themselves into a one shot arena where they're hunting certain creatures, and these creatures are harvested for their particular magical properties or organic properties that helps with magic, but allows me to create a lot of very uniquely flavored one-shots. 
maybe a high lord or a high priestess or a wizard is paying very well for certain organs, certain things that can be harvested from very unique creatures in the wild. Um, I know that, you know, uh, doing it this way also allows you as a DM or GM to possibly build an introduction arc into a campaign this way as well. I always recommend to a certain degree, if your very first session after session zero is a, miss, is a mix of encounter and role play, it really starts to help set the tone and give you some immediate feedback on how well your players are embracing your style of your game. The other thing that one shots allow you to do is the, if the party gets wiped out for any reason, it's a one shot. It's not a campaign. So, you know, it allows you as a DM and GM to understand the importance of balancing the difficulty versus the immersion. Uh, once again, don't get too hung up on the creature ratings. Uh, you know, if you know your party and you know your player, give them a challenge. You're not purposely trying to wipe them out, but give them a nice challenge. Now, one shots, any level will do. I always recommend interval levels of 5, 5, 10, 15, and 20. This way it gives players the ability to build up classes and ancestral combinations and origin combinations that make it very creative and give them all possibilities of understanding what it is to like play those kind of characters at those four degrees of tier, right? I mean, level five, I consider like a tier one style setup. Level 10, tier two. Level 15, tier three. And level 20, tier four. As a DM or GM, this allows you to create a very fun, immersive, unique one-shot where you can experiment with some of your homebrew topics, your homebrew spells, your homebrew um, encounters. And allows you to practice the art of running an encounter and running the game without having to find yourself overly invested in a campaign yet and for me a one shot is a very excellent um, way of doing that now if at the end of the one shot it's so successful and it's a tier one one shot everybody had a great time and they love their characters use that as an opportunity to then kick off the campaign through that one-shot vehicle. The other thing a one-shot will do for you is it, you know, practice, 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 practice. Don't be afraid to, you know, acknowledge the mistakes, encourage encouragement given on both sides, and you know, reevaluate, reflect on the success of the game. You may find yourself enjoying one shot so much that that's what you prefer to run. That you, I, I've known. I mean, I've run one shots for years because they're just really fun. They're a great way to introduce new players and new DMs and GMs to the overall structure of the game. Just through understanding the core rules as a GM DM, and then for the players to understand their core competencies, it really can be a very fun carefree way of getting started with a group the other thing that's really fun is if you've been 
playing in a campaign for like a year, you feel that kind of, you know, uh, feeling like you're, everything's kind of bogged down creativity wise, you know, instead of a campaign session, have your player group do a one shot with you. Um, you know, this allows you to test and practice some ideas. Maybe you want to test some challenge ratings against a certain level of character groups. Uh, maybe your overall creative juices are getting too tropey and you want to just kind of take a break from the campaign and give your, um, give your team an opportunity to play something else, take a breather, just enjoy the fact you guys got together and run a game. So one shots versus campaigns, right? So campaigns are very organized, structured, closed or open world. They tend to last long or they can be short. You build them yourself or you go with a module or a system ready for you to use. One shots are typically a well-defined, well-organized, single play session designed at many different levels with, with very specific beginning, middle, and ending in mind. And once again, you could easily use that one-shot result as a campaign start and if you tend to be with players that that enjoy more dungeon crawl or dungeon delvey kind of sessions a one-shot system could be very good for that um, that allows every time you guys meet you create a new group of characters you create a new dungeon boom run it and and it, 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 there's a lot of mechanics. There's a lot of uh, encounter rolling and encounter tracking. And, and if that's the kind of practice you want and that's what your group is enjoying, by all means, give it a shot. So I hope this helps. As always, check out my previous Academy casts in regards to um, beginning and mid-tier learning of the game for both DMs, GMs, uh, players as well. Uh, I do plan on kicking off a series of podcasts called The Core Rules to help both newer GMs and DMs and newer players uh, understand the game in a more holistic sense. Hope everyone's staying safe out there and look forward to more Dungeon Master Academy podcasts in the near future.